Welcome everybody to another episode of The Lighthouse. I'm your co-host Judy. I'm Erin. And I'm Iris. For those of you who's not familiar with our podcast, we are the Brandeis Society of Asian Scientists and Engineers. This podcast is created as a platform to bring together guests from different backgrounds to discuss about Asian American in STEM. And today we have another special guest, Stanley. Welcome. Hey everyone, thanks for having me. So please introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. So my name is Stanley. I'm a senior currently at Brandeis, majoring in both biology and business. Um, I am on the pre-med track, and uh, currently right now, in terms of like plans for post-graduation in May, I'm currently um, doing a job search. Wow. Um, so uh, you mentioned that you're majoring in both bio and business. Um, what made you choose those two in particular? Yeah, um, I can kind of talk about... I guess moments in the past that kind of started my interest in those two distinct but fast fields. So starting with biology, I actually um, wasn't really interested in STEM growing up. Um, I figured that, you know, math and hard sciences like uh, chemistry and physics was stuff that was just like too too much for me. I wasn't much of a quantitative type of guy. Uh, were, you like, were you like interested in humanities or do you just not like science? Um, I was a good student, but at that point in time, I feel like all I really knew was, like, how to be a good student, but I didn't necessarily have any specific interests or professions I wanted to pursue. And this is in, like, middle school or high school? Yeah, middle school, high school. But, um, kind of, like, continuing with my point, even though I wasn't really interested in STEM, I found that I really enjoyed my biology classes throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Not even chemistry or physics, I did not enjoy those classes, but biology. Because bio is like a softer science, mm-hmm. and then chemistry, physics is like hard, odd numbers. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> really just learning about stuff like organelles or various systems and processes and being able to not just understand uh, aspects of our own lives, like in the context of like medicine or uh, human biology, but also the ability to apply such science for um, you know future medical innovations or various ideas, I think that's just very powerful and that's kind of what's really piqued my interest in the life sciences. And um, I guess talking about my interest in business, that kind of really started when my sister chose to um, study and pursue a career in business. So my sister is three years older than me and um, I was really kind of able to be exposed to the business coursework, kind of just interacting with her whenever she was home from school. And um, of these past few years, I've also been able to interact with her while she's kind of started her early career within the field of business. And um, I guess my interest in that field of business is kind of like uh, twofold. First, of course, like I mentioned, during middle school and high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I just knew that I was like kind of good at learning and like just getting things done. So I think uh, what really gets a lot of people into business is the fact that it's very open-ended, it's um, diverse, there's a lot of different uh, specific areas that you can really get into, and it's really qualitative. Uh, I think that's a big part of it, so I think that's what really um, drove my biz- interest in business initially, coming out of high school and going into college, but really, what really reinforced my interest in business these past four years through my coursework and uh, various internship experiences is the fact that business is like really needed and involved in order for like such exciting and disruptive um, things and projects of large scale to happen. I, I guess I can kind of segue into just talking about um, my college years. So I kind of talked about how my interest in both business and bio started uh, kind of like in the la- latter stages of high school. And so 
Um, going in some Brandeis, I was really excited because at Brandeis University, we have the opportunity to really major in different fields and we're able to um, like really pursue and study uh, diverse coursework. Uh, of course, that opportunity isn't really afforded to students at other uh, colleges, uh, so I'm really glad that at Brandeis I was able to do this. Yeah, so did you know like right away, first semester of your first year, that you want to do both business and biology? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, my kind of like uh, plan to pursue pre-med, the pre-med track kind of started um, the summer before I came to Brandeis. Or oh, even me like too, just, me too. Yeah, the first semester of uh, college and... Yeah, um, at the time, I didn't realize kind of how unique majoring in bio and business was, but um, yeah, I was just excited to really pursue these two um, interests academically and kind of see what kind of career I could pursue uh, post-college that could really uh, combine both of those interests. Um, I just want to ask, how were you able to like juggle all your schoolwork and like you're also part of like multiple clubs on campus and like your social like life as well because I think the one of the reasons that I decided to double major in like bio and HSSP is because there was so much overlap between the two and it was just a couple more courses that were different but business and bio it's like completely different um so, so yeah. um you know I can give you like like a solid answer and give you you know some good tips on time management and organization skills but you know, if I'm being completely honest, like, um, I definitely struggle with um, balancing everything, you know. Um, at the end of the day, we're all human. Um, we're not perfect. And so um, there's definitely areas in which um, I myself would like to improve in terms of um, managing my time efficiently and being able to balance uh, priorities. Um, yeah, it was definitely a very difficult journey uh, majoring in both bio and business uh, throughout college. Like just being completely honest. Um, my uh, like schedules throughout uh, my first three years specifically, because um, mm -hmm. um, I specifically wanted to complete my pre-med track and mm -hmm. all the uh, requisite courses by the end of my junior year. So yeah. um, my schedule was definitely a lot. Um, yeah, just yeah. with like having two labs in a semester and having business courses before science courses. and. Yeah, but you're almost done. Only one and a half months to go. Yeah. So you said the first three years were the hardest, but is there, like, one semester that's the hardest? And, like, what <laughs> courses did you take? And, like, what did you do? Yeah. Um, so definitely yeah. the most difficult semester for me was um, um, sophomore fall. So I mentioned how I kind of decided on pre-med, like, the summer before my freshman year. So mm -hmm. at my freshman year, actually, I didn't take many pre-med uh, requisite mm -hmm. courses. I kind of uh, fulfilled most of my university uh, requirements uh, or graduation requirements my freshman year mm -hmm. so that I could focus on pre-med, sophomore, and junior year and then fulfill my uh, business major mm -hmm. my senior year. So did you take, like, bio 14, 15 your sophomore year? Or? Um, I took bio... 16 and um, 15 my oh, freshman see, year, my freshman year. And then uh, for my freshman year, the rest of my courses were just like language, um, mm -hmm. UWS, uh, math requirement, um, social science, and other um, humanities courses. Yeah, I really got that all done by my freshman year so I could really uh, spend the, the next three years fulfilling the rest of the requirements. And like Aaron mentioned before, there's not much overlap between the business and bio majors. And that was just, that was a big part of just, like, what really made um, 
course planning and also just, you know, being a student very hard. Just um, all the workload and uh, different courses that I had to really uh, keep account of. Yeah, so just like even going into specific details about my uh, sophomore fall semester. So that semester I took um, Bio 14, Gen Chem, Gen Chem Lab, um, Intro to Physics, Physics Lab, um, and uh, Business Class. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a freshman. No, uh, sophomore. Sophomore. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, that has up okay, 20 credits. Okay. So, I mean, you guys can. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, and I had Gen Chem Lab on Thursdays, and then Physics Lab on Fridays. So after Gen Chem Lab on Thursdays, I would have to do <laughs> Physics Pre and Post Lab. Oh. Mm. And I had Business Class before Physics Lab on Friday as well. But yeah. Um, anyways, as you can imagine, a lot of uh, coursework that doesn't overlap. And yeah. And um, I was also involved with two clubs, uh, mm -hmm. BASA, Error. Um, Brand Ice's uh, Asian American Affinity Group Ooh. and um, SACE, which is, um, says, you know, whole hosting this podcast. <laughs> and yeah, it was a lot. And um, while I wasn't the best myself at managing time and being organized, you know, I'm still here. I got through it. And um, I can kind of live to tell you about certain skills I think are important. So one, if you have a lot of priorities and tasks you need to get done, definitely write it down. Um, whether you're using Daily Planner or you're entering um, scheduled activities into a Google Calendar so that you can get reminders, reminders on your phone. Just like having things written down and that you can physically reference just makes a huge difference so that you don't forget anything and that you're um, constantly um, thinking about what it is that you need to get done and at what time and with what deadlines to meet. Um, with regards to social life, of course, it's important to prioritize your mental and physical health and well-being. Um, just Remember to make sure that um, you're constantly monitoring how you're feeling, and if you're not feeling your best, um, try to figure out what's the cause of that, and just, of course, um, just leave time for yourself. That's very important. I think, um, I know you mentioned also at the beginning uh, how your freshman year you took, like, bio 16 and bio 15? Yeah. How, like, I guess my question is, how did you know what classes or, like, what courses you wanted to take when? Because I think that's something that, like, I struggled with personally and, like, a lot of people, especially incoming freshmen, Iris, I don't know if you can relate, um, but, like, they, they, that they struggle with because most people take bio 14 and then 15 just because, because like, logically, yeah. like, it's chronologically right. But when you go to the academic advisors, they're like, you should take 15 before you take 14, which is... I don't understand, but, like, how did you know? Was it, like, pure luck or...? Um, yeah, so, um, you know, just, like, a quick uh, disclaimer. I think that everyone should probably, like, you know, talk to their academic advisor at some point in their college career. Um, and definitely just going to them for help uh, will provide a lot of structure and guidance. But myself, personally, it was mostly just, like, looking at the various requirements for both business and the bio major and just general graduation that I had to fulfill. And um, seeing and really planning out my four years at Brandeis, um, I just utilized the online resources I had to figure out what courses fit what requirements, uh, figure out what years, what courses are uh, potentially being offered in, and uh, really just making sure everything was uh, fit together like a puzzle. Because, um, like I mentioned before, there's not much overlap, so it's important to make sure that you're able to fulfill everything within four years.
Okay, so you mentioned that you were interested in business and bio, and there are obviously many different routes that you can take with that. So what drove you to want to pursue the medicine or the medical path? Yeah, of course. Um, so um, actually going to Brandeis, I didn't know um, what I could do post-grad if I were to try to uh, pursue something that involved both biology and business. And um, of course, um, with a lot of people who study the life sciences, they often enter the field of healthcare. And so kind of being around fellow pre-med students in my introductory bio courses, um, also like kind of doing some self-reflection, like I realized that actually really enjoyed um, going to the doctor or the hospital when I was little and really being in that healthcare environment. And um, also just like self-reflection around what really uh, drives me and um, what uh, really, I guess, um, what really motivates me in life. And I realized that I really like being in a position in which I can serve people. And I really enjoy that in healthcare, you can really utilize your scientific and medical knowledge and expertise to positively impact people's lives and um, uh, make sure that their health is the best that it can possibly be so that they can go out and achieve whatever it is that they want to do to the uh, best capability that they can. And I just think that's like a very powerful aspect of uh, serving in healthcare. And um, just that combined with my interest in the life sciences, that really kind of solidified um, my interest in pursuing a career in healthcare and uh, being on the pre-med track these past few, uh, four years. Mm, I've also heard that you work at AFC Urgent Care, so I was wondering, like, how did you get the job and what is it like? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm sure as many um, pre-health uh, students at Brandeis know, Getting hours and clinical experience is very uh, important, not just for you know strengthening your application to grad or medical school, but also just to confirm to yourself that um, you would like being and working in that environment and that you can handle the rigor of being in, in such an uh, environment. And so uh, this, the beginning of this past year, or this current year, this senior year of mine, um, I didn't have too much clinical experience yet, so I definitely wanted to find a role in which I'd be able to really ex expose the patients, medicine, yeah. and really the pressures of being in that environment. And so, um, how would you describe the environment? Yeah. Um, and so, um, I was looking for roles local to Brandeis, and I found American Family Care, Urgent Care. Um, it's like a 30 minute walk from school. And um, kind of just applied online, went through the interview process, and um, got the job as a medical assistant. And um, I guess my spending the past uh, five, six months at the urgent care as a medical assistant, I've definitely uh, been in a very intense environment with lots of patients to take care of, so many um, clinical and administrative tasks and responsibilities to um, really complete and just a lot of relationships and different roles that you have to be in, whether it's um, how you communicate with the provider or um, whether you're in more of a customer service role at the front desk. And there's just a lot to, um, really a lot to manage and handle, but um, there's definitely pros of being in that type of environment. Like I mentioned before, I definitely like the patient uh, interaction and just really knowing that I'm making a positive impact on these patients' lives. Mm -hmm. So what is your job like? So like, what's your day-to-day, -day, what do you do on a daily basis at mm -hmm. Urgent Care? Yeah, so there, there's so much. Um, yeah. uh, as a medical assistant, we're responsible for both administrative and clinical tasks. So 
we're basically almost involved in in everything. Um, like the moment the patient walks through, we help with um, you know registering their information, scheduling an appointment for them, and then um, from then on, once they're ready, we room them, we triage them. Triage meaning um, we ask them questions and put down their um, symptoms and other information in their charts. Um, we take their vitals, uh, prepare them um, so that when the provider comes in to see them, uh, the provider can um, provide the best care that they can. Okay. Um, and if the provider wants any tests or procedures to be done, then we'll assist with the completion of those procedures or with the ordering of those tests. Okay. Um, from then on, we also run tests um, and other administrative tasks that we have to do at the back station of the uh, urgent care is like, you know, tracking uh, patient information, um, you know, COVID testing, mm -hmm. keeping track of stock and inventory, making sure that the place is well kept. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot yeah. of data entry and management. And did you have any like previous medical experience before going into the job? And like, did how did they train you? Yeah, so thankfully with um, AFC, I didn't need certification to uh, be hired as a medical assistant. They did provide uh, 40 hours of on-the-job training. Only 48 hours? 40 hours, yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of typical for like on-the-job training. And um, yeah, so that was pretty fortunate given that I think that a lot of medical assistant positions that other practices do require uh, certification and you can get certification just by uh, taking a course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but before AFC, I actually didn't have that much medical experience. I just did like a part clinical, part business internship at a um, sports medicine practice uh, the summer before. Oh, that sounds mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you say that, like, I'm sure before going into AFC then, um, like you've had expectations for what your job would be like. Mm -hmm. um, I guess like what was the different, like what was different from your expectations to like reality? Mm -hmm. um, I guess I didn't quite realize how busy urgent care is, especially with the pandemic ongoing. Um, so I guess what was different from my expectations was I wasn't expecting like all of the different tasks and duties that I was responsible for. Yeah, because like as a patient, you just go there and you wait until the doctor comes. <laughs> yeah. But and then complain about the doctor not coming to see you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So kind of... Um, really being in the background and getting um, a really good overview of everything that happens behind the scenes. Um, one, really makes me makes me appreciate the work that healthcare workers do for us. But mm -hmm. two, really makes me um, realize just how much work and how much is involved um, in order for, you know, a healthcare system or a practice to just be able to provide quality services for patients. What has been your most impactful experience at working at AFC? Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely, like, really exciting and beautiful aspects of healthcare medicine, but, of course, there are very, you know, tragic aspects of medicine. So, of course, um, you know, we see a variety of different patients uh, coming into the clinic uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, and you can really come across uh, situations that are, you know, just very saddening and kind of hard to take emotionally. Um, and, like, one patient in particular that I kind of... Um, uh, rooms and uh, triaged was um, this lady who came in um, because they slipped on uh, black ice. It was like a, you know, day with snowy conditions and they slipped on black ice and they came in with, you know, laceration and, you know, yeah. cuts to their face. But um, that wasn't really what 
um, really made an impact on me. It was the fact that she was, you know, an elderly lady um, living with her husband um, in her 50s and 60s, and um, she was, you know, undergoing, like, uh, progressive Alzheimer's. Um, and so just throughout the entire, I guess, appointment um, in which I was trying to communicate with the lady and figure out what was going on, um, of course, there was a lot of difficulty to communicate with her, you know, given her Alzheimer's symptoms and um, her short-term memory loss. And the whole process was um, definitely frustrating for her husband, who was also in the room. And it's just like, as we tried to get more and more questions asked, it was just getting increasingly and increasingly more frustrating for him. And it was just really tough for me to kind of see the frustration he was going through and um, just kind of think about the impact that Alzheimer's had has had on both her life, his life, their relationship and everything. And I kind of, I sympathize with her a lot because, you know, um, in my head I was thinking, oh, um, the husband should be more patient with her, um, especially, you know, given the situation and that we're just trying to um, help her as much as we can, given um, her slip on the black ice. But um, just kind of seeing his frustration made me really uh, realize the impact that, um, you know, certain diseases and medical conditions outside of our control can have on our lives. And that made me really realize part of the reason why I wanted to pursue a career in healthcare was to, I guess, in a sense, help people take some more control back from their lives. Um, yeah. So inspira inspiring. Ins inspirational. <laughs> Um, so after listening to your healthcare experiences, how do you think it can relate to your business side? Yeah. Um, so kind of like with my um, clinical experiences, I actually don't have that much internship experiences um, on the like with the corporate world or the business side of things. I did have um, an internship with Johnson Johnson last summer. Um, within their um, talent acquisition, acquisition department. And essentially, as an intern, I helped their executive search team um, find and uh, recruit qualified candidates to fill open positions at the senior level across uh, various companies and subsidiaries of uh, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, how did you find the job? Yeah, um, it was really interesting. It was um, definitely different from my previous experiences that kind of dealt more with the clinical environment and uh, faced patients more within healthcare. This business role was, um, it was a remote internship, so um, I was on my laptop the whole summer. And it was a little hard not being in the office and working with team members, but kind of the pros of this business internship was that I was able to apply various skills that I developed in my business coursework within this uh, environment to really help Johnson & Johnson with its uh, various projects, finding uh, candidates to fulfill you know, senior level positions. And an example of a search project that I helped with at my Johnson & Johnson internship was that we, I had to help source candidates to fill this niche uh, new position that opened up, like a senior director of diversity and inclusivity in clinical trials. And the, basically the responsibility of this position was to ensure that patients in clinical trials um, were uh, being tested, you know, with diversity and inclusivity so that uh, specific numbers of this ethnic population or this social group were included so that the data and info was, you know, took everything into account and was fair. Um, this was especially important because um, I 
can't remember which specific COVID vaccine, but there was a COVID vaccine that came out initially in the pandemic. And, you know, they boasted um, really successful response rates, response rates with um, low side effect incidents. But since their clinical trials didn't, uh, wasn't as inclusive with regards to like uh, African-American patients, they found that um, the incidence of side effects for the vaccine was actually higher in African-American uh, patient populations after they um, launched the vaccine. So you can kind of like get a sense of how important that role is. Oh, and I, I guess just talking about the work I did for that search project, um, you know, this is like a new role that hasn't really existed in the industry of healthcare. And I kind of just had to be very creative in trying to find qualified candidates that could really be up for the task that this role entails. And so I would look, uh, I would use this software and, you know, career sites, search engines to find candidates at com competing healthcare and pharmaceutical companies who might be senior director of clinical trials, but then have some sort of related experience with uh, DNI. And just uh, being creative in how I uh, went about searching and finding candidates, um, just being analytical and comprehensive in um, kind of analyzing the data and information I pulled from my search, it really helped me uh, figure out how best to adjust the search to find more qualified candidates. And I could present those recommendations to my team members so that they could also um, have better success with finding uh, potential qualified candidates. Well, I've never given much thought into like the business side of healthcare. So like in the future, are you planning on working more towards like the business administrative side or like more hands-on um, clinical experiences after mm -hmm. you graduate? Yeah, um, so it's funny because um, I kind of went into Brand Nice at the beginning uh, not knowing what I wanted to do specifically, mm -hmm. especially with my interests in bio and business that don't seem to overlap mm -hmm. much. And I guess I'm kind of still in the same situation, um, but this time I'm definitely um, more experienced both academically and uh, professional experience-wise with both the clinical and yeah. business sides of healthcare. Um, I do know that I want to work in the field of healthcare, whether it's um, being, you know, serving patients as a healthcare professional or working on the business on the business side. And I guess tentatively for now, I want to take like two gap years before I potentially apply to medical school mm -hmm. and I want to take these to take these gap years exploring the business side mm -hmm. of healthcare some more and um, really figuring out um, if I would enjoy continuing uh, such a career in business. Wow. So I think that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, make sure to go follow us uh, SACE on Instagram and Facebook at SACE Brandeis. Um, yeah. And make sure to subscribe to The Lighthouse on wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and other platforms such as Listen Notes, Samsung Podcasts, Podcast Index. And we also have a link tree to all of the links that I mentioned above on our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for listening and see you next episode. Mm -hmm.